Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Average Browns World Podcast. I'm your host, Brishank. And I'm your host, Andres. And today's October 24, 2022. It's a brand new Monday. Andres, what's happening? Not much, you know. It is one of those days, pretty, I would say, a little bit of a busy week, but we're trying to survive. Just grateful that it is not as cold as early on in like the past week. It's actually it's been gorgeous lately. Um, but yeah, other than that, just just making it through day by day. How about your Bushing? How are you doing? Absolutely. The weather has been pretty good these past couple of days. Super sunny in the 20s. Uh, last little bit push of warm weather before, you know, winter inevitably comes. But definitely enjoying the nice weather. I actually got to go on a walk. And I've had this lingering cold and it hasn't gone away. I've had it for almost two weeks now. I tested for COVID. It came back negative on both of the rapid tests. Mostly coughs that come here and there. With the stuffy nose and itchy throat sometimes. So it could be COVID, but probably not COVID. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Sickness is weird now, especially, you know, sometimes a cold would last longer than a, uh, than just a regular thing. Exactly, because like, you know, we've been in the house for the last few years wearing masks everywhere, and now I guess our immunity sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, we're just not used to a lot of the things out there. Uh, but yeah, um, other than that, yeah, I know the weather has been lovely and I love it so much. Exactly. Sandra, what did you learn this past week? What did I learn this past week? That's a good question, Brishank. Um, uh, so I'll pass it on to you while I think. <laughs> um, one thing I learned this past week is Regina is actually getting a lot of international fights back. Mm-hmm. Apparently this story was, it was uh, West Shedder announced this earlier in the year, but since it's starting in the next couple of weeks, I learned that Regina is finally starting at, well, West Shed specifically is adding nonstop service flights to Vegas, Orlando and Cancun from Regina, which is pretty cool. Cause you know, Regina, Saskatoon, the two airports, international airports, they say, but some of the flights are kind of, not very, I mean, they are international, but not to the level that they were way back in the day. You know, we had flights to Phoenix, Orlando, Minneapolis, and Denver, I believe, at one point. But obviously, with COVID, it had decreased. So now it's good to see it's picked up and it will pick up. Hopefully, we can add it. They can also add a Regina to Ottawa flight because that that was a thing before the pandemic. And with the pandemic, Air Canada canceled that flight. Hopefully, that comes back soon because then that'll help me a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not a it's not a bad flight, but yeah, no, it's um it's just something to think about about routes that should be open. I wish the Calgary the Calgary Mexico City route will reopen from Aeromexico, but I don't think it will in any near future, which is sad. Cause otherwise it might make the move to the West be a little bit easier. So Andres, what did you learn this past week? So I learned about zoos uh, and yeah, just 
basically the argument was like, are zoos really a good thing? And did they actually accomplish the mission that they're out out there to be, which is, uh, you know, the conservation of animals? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of debate about zoos, having animals in captivity and all of that. Uh, so basically, uh, you know, the end thing was uh, zoos as how they are. They, in terms of like, in terms of... Uh, protecting and you know creating a sense of how to preserve and all of that uh, animals it's not really like a thing it's more kind of like an educational purpose from my like from what I got out of it and actually kind of like for conservation purposes and all of that actually sanctuaries are the ones that are a little bit better because you let the animals be out there especially for species like uh species like mammals which takes a long period of time for uh even like when you think about humans um it's just like it takes a long of time to really develop the skills in order to be able to survive by yourself um so sanctuaries are a little bit better in terms of that for mammals because then you give like kind of like that freedom to uh for for the offspring to really develop the skills that they will be required to survive uh, in the wild if they were to be released in the wild. Uh, whereas kind of example for zoos, there's like they're good in a certain way of like conservation for things like birds and th uh, or animals that do not require um, that much time in order to develop the skills in order to be um, yeah, in order to be free and like in order to be able to survive outside. That's like the main thing because with zoos, um, you cannot really like a, a, any animal that was, um, that was, that grew up in captivity. Like if you were to put it out in the wild, they will not survive because they just don't have the skills, like the social skills and, you know, instincts and all of that, that they will need in order to survive out in the wild. So, yes, that's what I learned this week. Some zoos, you know, they're they they are there to protect the animals and could be like a, almost like a conservation. While other zoos, obviously, you know, they they don't really take care of their animals. They do a bad job of you know educating and conservation. So I think it really depends where the zoos are and how the animals are treated. I think conservations are slightly better than zoos from what i've read but absolutely like I, I like don't get me wrong i do like visiting zoos because obviously i can't just travel the world looking at animals so zoos are a great place to look at those animals but i think you know sometimes it's like it's it's almost like sea world i know sea world is a lot worse than zoos but at the same time i think it really depends how it's run mm -hmm. yeah there's just like some practices that are not the greatest and i mean there's some true like nice stories coming out from some of them, but yeah, at the main of the end of the day, there's some that are pretty bad, and yeah, I think it just makes you think. Like, if we really want to, you know, protect species, what's the best way to do it? Exactly. So that's pretty neat. Um, obviously, that's a really cool topic to talk about too. Like, you know, our thoughts on zoos and sea worlds and aquariums and things like that. Definitely want to talk about in the future. Indeed, indeed. All right. So, Brishank, what are we talking about this week? 
Well, before we start, I just want to give a big happy holidays wishes to my fellow Nepalese and brown folks out there. It is officially Diwali season and Tihar season. So obviously Tihar, you know, we talked about it. We had guests on the episodes last year and we talked about it, what it means and what it is. I'm sure people that have listened know what that's about. It's a five-day Hindu festival celebrated in Nepal. Tihar is, and then Diwali, obviously, the festival of lights. For most Hindus, you know, one of the most important festivals within Hinduism. So definitely the big festival season is here. So however you celebrate it, whether it's friends, family, yourself, you know, hopefully it's it's warm, auspicious, and you celebrate it responsibly and safely. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. And everyone have a good time celebrating. Exactly. So as for me, obviously, I, I talked about this last year, but I'm not really celebrating it because my family doesn't live here. Plus, we had um, a death in the family and back in Nepal, one of my great uncles or something, I think great uncles, he passed away. So obviously, in Hinduism, there's a 13 day, you know, mourning period. So obviously, we can't do anything for 13 days. It's only been around like four or five days, I think. So I guess double not celebrating it this year, but I'll do, I'll, I'll watch other people's stories on Instagram celebrating it. Yeah, well, we're here with you, Brishank. Thanks, man. So today's topic, I guess, you know, it's been more than a year since we've both moved out east. And I just wanted to, you know, a year in, obviously we did a year in for different events within the podcast. But now I think it's a perfect time just to recap our one year in the East Coast, you know, I guess I say East Coast, obviously it's not really East Coast because we're not in the Maritimes, but to us, this is pretty far out East. <laughs> yes. So just recap our lives here, how the one year has gone, you know, what we're looking forward to, what we've done, and just talk about that. Absolutely agree. Yeah, a good point of reflection. So Andres, how has your one year in Montreal been? It's been a wild ride for sure. Um, you know, it's been full of ups and downs and great experiences, some stressful experiences, but overall it's been a very good time. Cannot really complain about it much, um, but also, you know, been enjoying living out East, definitely a different pace of living which I'm not mad about. I really enjoy um, enjoy it so far. And it's been a good time. Definitely vi- different vibes, which I think I gravitate more towards. So that's like my general summary. How about you, Prashank? How's your year been so far? Yeah, for me, definitely different vibes all around because Ottawa is like the biggest city I've lived in. So definitely... A big change of pace. Um, obviously, you know, Ottawa is still pretty boring in the big picture, but compared to Regina and Saskatoon, a lot bigger, a lot more things to do. Closer to some of the bigger cities, such as Toronto, Montreal, and s- cities in the U.S. I wouldn't say my life is, like, changed in big ways. I, I, I still do the same thing that I would have done in Regina, except, you know, living out east, there's way more things to do here, such as festivals and events going on in the city and just even like traveling right like when i was in regina obviously we went to 
Calgary and Bath, but that was mostly in the summer, not really in the winter. And not like not even in the fall, not much as so in the fall. But living in Ottawa, obviously I've been to Toronto, Montreal way more, even in the fall, even in the spring and the winter, you know, doing more things because obviously winter is not as harsh as the prairies. The fall, much, much better, enjoying, you know, the fall colors and just the events around fall, at least way more than I would have back in Regina. Uh, yeah, definitely the size of the city really matters. So I went to Regina this summer and obviously it was way different than when I lived there normally. But coming back to Ottawa, you know, I appreciate it a lot more because Ottawa, even though it is boring, quote unquote, right, there's still so much happening in the city. We went to so many events already this past summer, this past fall, even in the last year. Like, you know, I've been to one of my favorite things that I actually went to in Ottawa recently was the Rib Fest. And, you know, people came, they made good ribs, we got to eat it. It was a, like a little band playing. It was just a good time, like you know, in Regina and Saskatoon, obviously things like that happen, but to a much smaller scale. Yeah, it's, I know, it's, it's different. Like, just the scale of it is just, I don't know. Also, another thing is just, like, the diversity that the cities out, like, bigger cities have. So that's something that has really also added quite a bit of, like, why I enjoy being out east. Uh, and in a bigger city, it's just the diversity. And that has really added a lot to kind of my lifestyle and my living and just being able to explore a little bit more. It's just been pretty good. And I really enjoyed exploring like different cultures because of like the people that live in the city or like, honestly, I'm a big foodie as probably everybody knows by now. So being able to explore different cuisines that are actually authentic, not rather like a, ooh, let's try to make this type of food in a way. Um, so there's a lot, which it just makes it very like, you know, when living in the prairies, I really enjoyed it. You know, I have the, like even when I went and visited, I have the restaurants that I like to go to. Um, they're, they're very staple, either they're local or they're changed. It's like, oh, oh, these are the ones to head. But there's very rare occasion in which you can go out and actually, you know, in a certain way, spice it up. I mean, like, oh, let's go to this restaurant because it's really not. <laughs> I mean, in Saskatoon, I don't know. It would be like going to co-ramen to have ramen, which is pretty great ramen. But I'm pretty sure most of it is authentic. But like how authentic is it? or going to sticks and stones and like it's more like a fusion it's not really authentic um korean slash japanese food so there's very limited amount of that whereas over here sometimes it's just like ooh, i really want you know good food like good east asian food so it's pretty accessible to get it Or, ooh, today I feel like I want to have a good Italian, even like an Italian meal. Like, it's not the Americanized version of Italian food. It's authentic Italian. So I really, really like that, that you can go places and get pretty good food that's authentic, which, I don't know, I really, really enjoy having that opportunity to explore it that way. Yeah, I actually agree with you. Um, Especially Toronto, Montreal, they have such amazing food options you know i've been to toronto a couple times i've come to montreal a couple times the food that i've had there is amazing and so much options right whether you want to go for like you said whether you want to go for italian or japanese or even simple like you know you've taken taken me to like pastry shops and my goodness those are amazing like 
before I moved out east, the pastry shops that I had in mind uh, don't even match to the ones I've had here. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely the food choices, I agree with you. Like that's it's I've loved that. And definitely um, you know, having tried different parts, especially in, like Ottawa, I mean, like I said, I say it's boring, but there's still so much options here because obviously it's a big city, but like coming to Montreal a couple times and going to Toronto a couple times, like I knew they were bigger and better, obviously, but the level that it's been, especially maybe because, you know, the last couple of years we've been stuck inside the houses with COVID um, restrictions and all, but even then, like, I think the food out here is unmatched. Mm-hmm. Another thing I really like about, you know, being out East is just how accessible everything is, right? Like, Obviously, Regina, Saskatoon, really bad examples because they are a lot smaller, but public transport, you know, yes, that's coming from someone that takes OC transport to work. <laughs> Not the best example to use, but even that, like, still a lot better than what we had back in Regina, Saskatoon, where you almost sometimes, you know, Saskatoon is a little bit better because the university is bigger, more people. But Regina, you know, sometimes when I had to take the bus when I was younger, it I waited hours almost, you know, sometimes for the bus. Obviously, Auto transport, um, OC transport, not the best either, like I said. But even then, like, the train is pretty decent when it is running, right? And it is frustrating sometimes. But other than that, like, I'm honest, public transport is pretty nice. Toronto has amazing public transport. Montreal, I was amazed by their the metro when I came there. You know, definitely, definitely a big fan. I know. It's so nice to be able to do things like that, just moving. I remember... Uh, I mean, basically, you need a car if you want to move fast and if you want to move into certain places of the city. Um, I know it was always chaos as a student having to take transit to go places. It was a nightmare, I would say so. Uh, never a fun time. Um, but then over here, like, I mean, I still do have my car. Um, I still drive around from time to time. Like, I mean... When I need to get to work at night and things like that, I do drive because I just don't feel like taking transport at that time of the night. It's just that's me personally. I could. Uh, but like to go to school and everything, it's so much easier just to be able to take transit. And honestly, it makes it more feasible in a way. Like for me to be able to explore different neighborhoods uh, in a way that, you know, before I live closer to the old port and to the Lachine Canal and now I live further up which some people will like you could say like oh you feel you live further from school than what you did before but um the amount of time that it takes me to get to school it's about the same like if I like give or take like five ten minutes but that's just because depending on like how fast the metro is going that day or things like that but like it's pretty accessible like I can move around Montreal pretty easily from where I am uh, and I think I, I have friends that is also the same they could be living further out from what the core of Montreal is and still make it to class relatively quick just because they are pretty close to either a bus or a metro station and you know when it comes to that during the summer How, like, I mean, I, what I love about Montreal, it's the big seas. I love their public bikes. Just amazing way to explore the city. And even for me, it has, be, like I said before, now biking has become a way of transport rather than just a hobby or something to do for leisure. 
Uh, so it's fantastic. I don't know. I just like, especially like in Montreal, I just like the vibe that comes with Montreal, which is like uh, you're still in a big city, but still in a certain way keeps its charm of being local, its charm of being, you know, its own little thing. Like, yeah, we have changed and big things and big events and everything. But, you know, there's restaurants that might have changed. There might be chains but like they're chains either to Quebec because Quebec or they might have different locations within the city but that's it so they're still local to Montreal which is amazing because you will not be able to find them anywhere else. Ottawa has a small town feel to it because for a couple reasons I think one is because obviously it's a very government-centered town so a lot of politicians government jobs and things like that And number two, I think it's a lot older crowd here compared to Montreal, right? Montreal has so many universities, a younger crowd. So it definitely feels more lively and alive compared to Ottawa, where, you know, it feels a lot more like a sleeping city almost. Like after seven, eight, you go downtown, things are pretty much closed. It's not as bumping as, you know, Montreal. When I came there, I enjoyed it. At the end of the day, like, you know, I think we both enjoy living where we live right now. I think so. I think the way to, like, I think the core in Montreal feels very dense. So that's why it doesn't, like, it's big of a city. I mean, it covers the entire island, right? But the thing is, like, the core is very dense, densely populated. And then our suburbs are more towards the edges and, like, outside of the island. You know, whereas I think with Ottawa, like, it's more like we've seen in other cities is that suburban sprawl. You know, that's why sometimes it might feel bigger in a way. Yeah, exactly. And I think auto like uh, the problem, like I said with Ottawa, I think a lot of younger people go to like Toronto or Montreal, so there it does seem like a little bit sleepier. I I would say as in comparison, but even then, like Ottawa, honestly, definitely I like it more than Regina and Saskatoon, um, for a lot of reasons. But like you know, food obviously main ones, the closeness to some of the bigger cities, you know, accessibility. But there's so many great things about living out east. But on the other hand, Andreas, what are some things that you don't like about Montreal and that you miss about Saskatoon? Um, in a certain way, I mean, that's probably me because I just haven't branched out of my university friends. <laughs> but kind of like that sense of community, I know some friends that are from Montreal, they have their little friend group, they have their sense of community, but it feels like, I don't know, I don't know if it happens in every, like when you move, when you're like older uh but just i don't know clicking in in a certain way it's different than clicking in in the prairies i don't know i really kind of like that small town feel makes it sometimes a little bit easier to like you know uh slip into a group or like kind of like talk to people so that's something I miss about the prairies and sometimes i honestly do miss how peaceful and quiet the prairies are without that much noise. Um, I mean, I do like debate and, you know, getting into conversations from different standpoints of view, but sometimes, you know, you just miss that quietness and like, you know, you those conversations don't get, you know, as heated sometimes, or you don't have people from all the part of the spectrum. So, you know, in a certain way, not saying that I miss how conservative the prairies are, I do not, but then you already knew kind of like where people stood. So like sometimes you will get into debates and conversations, but sometimes it's just peaceful and everything. Whereas 
I don't know, over out here out east, sometimes it gets too political and everything becomes a political conversation. So sometimes it is exhausting. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I miss about like living in smaller places is people are much nicer, right? Like I've talked about this on the podcast before is when I when I go for a walk around the neighborhood, people aren't as nice as they are in the West or like I guess the prairies because a small town hospitality, a small city hospitality. I think that's actually a real thing because I've noticed even when I was moving out here. And obviously, you know, where I live, it's more couples and families. So maybe that's a thing because I obviously live by myself. But even then, I think on overall, people are much nicer in Saskatchewan and more welcoming there. And for me, the one thing I miss a lot is a commute. So obviously, recently, I started going back into the office. And it takes me almost an hour and 15 minutes on walk, by walking, then the bus, and then the train, and then walk a little bit more. And if the bu- that's if the bus shows up on time, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, back in Regina, when I was commuting to work before COVID, it was literally a 12-minute drive to work. And even with traffic, you know, 30 minutes max. And that's absolute max, uh, like, in Regina. So definitely commuting time, I think, when you go to a bigger city, um, bigger place, that's one thing that you may, I miss a lot about smaller towns, smaller cities. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a different, yeah, it's just one thing's for the other. But, you know, I think that's also a thing of Ottawa, that their transit isn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean commuting Montreal is not that bad I would say that um, but that's also once again it really varies from city to city in a way um, but I mean something I truly don't appreciate from out east is just the amount of construction that there is all the time but I guess another thing that I miss, I mean, this is just generally out west. I mean, there's gorgeous landscapes here, gorgeous scenery. Um, but I mean, the mountains, even though they're not in Saskatchewan, but just being a seven hour drive away <laughs> from, uh, from, from the province, just the Rockies is always something I will always miss. I just really enjoy getting lost in the mountains. Uh, it was like my easy getaway in a way um, whenever I needed to get lost or like just take a break from everything. It was just nice to drive up to the mountains and just stay there for a couple of days and then come back. Um, so that is something Um in a certain way that I will always miss. Like, I mean, over here we have the Laurentians, which they're great. I love the Laurentians. It's like a quicker drive than a seven-hour drive. But there's a charm of the Rockies that the Laurentians will never, uh, they will never live up to the Rockies. Yeah, I agree. Like, the when you go into the mountains in Alberta, BC, I think... We've we've both mentioned this on the podcast before, but those are unmatched anywhere in the world. You know, I think the only places that you can get those views is in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it's like any con- like yeah countries or places that have those high elevation mountains. And you know, even then, like the U.S. has that, but to the level that Bath, of course, like Denver is amazing, but I wouldn't say it, it matches you know to the Canadian Rockies even then, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely I, I agree with you. And I think one last thing, obviously, 
I miss about Saskatchewan is the connections that I made over the years in Saskatchewan. Um, like you said, you know, I think when you're in university, it's a lot easier to make connections, make friends. But you know, when you're on the work field, it's a lot harder because like for me, you know, I've, I've moved, I've jo switched jobs a couple of times. And now most of my coworkers are a lot older and not people that I would be friends on a normal day-to-day -day basis, right? So it's kind of hard to make those connections unless you really put yourself out there, join clubs, you know, join Toastmasters or things like that, which now with COVID restrictions, you know, pretty much non-existence, I think I'll do that a little bit more. But even then, trying to make friends when you're in the work field in a bigger place, I think it's a little bit harder to do than when you were in university in SAS. I get everything. There's their pros and its cons. I mean, something that I do really, in a certain way, find motivating out here. Um, you know, it's, for example, walking everywhere. Uh, people, they walk or take the bike or like bike everywhere especially during like all the way from spring until autumn. So it's really the winter that's it's not really done because it gets cold. But um, I truly, truly enjoy kind of like it puts you, it gives you the, it's not like completely social pressure of you have to do it because you don't have to, uh, but it kind of like motivates you for me at least to like during the summer, try to avoid driving, try to avoid, um, you know, taking that much transit and rather just bike and walk. I think it's a very active city that way, which I truly appreciate in a certain way because it brings back kind of like that culture, that vibe of the city that I truly, truly enjoy. Agreed. So, you know, even Ottawa, like the, especially like we've talked about this in the fall episodes that fall weather is amazing. We can actually go out and about like, you know, we mentioned this week has been amazing in Saskatchewan. My parents were telling me they sent me a video. It was already snowing. You can't do that back home, right? So obviously out here with much nicer weather, I honestly love it. I know. And just the weather, is, like it still looks like, I mean, it's not going to be as nice as this weekend, but still not terrible. Yep. And then, you know, those minus 30s, minus 40s that Saskatchewan sees, we don't really get those. So definitely, definitely a fan. And looking forward to, you know, this winter as well, even though I'm not a fan of winter. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Brishane, before we wrap it up, any last thoughts about living out east? Um, I think it's been a really cool experience. Um, I think I've talked to you about this before, but I feel like for me, I get sick and tired of a place after a while. So I think even Otto will get sick and tiring after a while. So I do want to move around for the next couple of years, see where I can, you know, find cool things to do, experience life. But obviously, eventually, we'll have to settle down, you know, once I have a family and all, but that's far, far away. But Ottawa is definitely top city to raise a family in. That's fair. Are you sure it's in the far, far future, Rishank? Yes, far, 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 not far, far future, but far future for now. <laughs> all right, if you say so, friend. How about you, Andres? Any last thoughts? Um, any last thoughts? I think I really enjoy it. I mean, I don't know. I've always go back and forth, back and forth between um, living out east, especially, you know, in the Ottawa, Quebec, uh, Montreal corridor, especially Montreal. I always kind of feel like, oh, it will be nice to stay here and just settle here. Um, but don't really know if I want to do that. Just because, I mean, the city is great, just 
some things but I always come back to like I really enjoy the rookies <laughs> and I really enjoy uh I do enjoy the mountains so so much so yeah who knows it's um it's a big yeah it's a big torn in a way but so far I enjoy my time at ease I think now in my late 20s um I'm really enjoying it so I guess I can stay here for a couple of years and then then get into the conversation of where will I settle. We love it. So, Brishank, what are you looking for for this upcoming week? So this upcoming week, um, the weather, like I said, the weather has been pretty good. So looking look forward to that little last stretch of warm weather before, you know, it gets colder. Lots of things going on this week, uh, mainly the Cricket World Cup has been going on. It started the uh, past couple of weeks has been going on. So it, obviously I can't watch the games because they're like at midnight and 4 a.m. So I'll have to watch the highlights, but that's a lot of fun. And then the NBA season recently just started. So looking forward to a lot of sports, obviously in the middle of the NFL season, um, Champions League, so much sports going on right now. I love it. So most, most of my time right now is devoted to watching sports. How about you, Andreas? I am not looking forward to anything again. <laughs> um, I think I'll probably be looking forward to the weekend just because it's close to Halloween and a friend's having a little bit of a party. So I think that I think that will be my break from busy, busy times. But other than that, not really looking forward too much, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So send good vibes, people. Yeah, absolutely. Halloween is a week away, and I guess we'll talk about that when it gets here, because Halloween does fall on a Monday this year. But other than that, Bushang, where can our listeners reach out to us? You can reach out to us on our Instagram, Twitter page, The Two Average Brown Bros. Hit us up, talk to us about where you live, where you want to live, where you wish you live, <laughs> about anything, really. Any upcoming things, Diwali, TR, Halloween, whatever you want to talk to about. We're all here. Absolutely. We can't wait to hear about it. And yeah, we are always excited to connect with all of you. And thanks again for tuning in on a brand new episode of the Two Average Brothers podcast. And we'll hear you next week with a brand new episode. But other than that, take care. Bye. See ya.